Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about meaningful money conversations, aka reflecting on money. Um, So I think we live in a world where obviously there's an insane amount of content and anything to consume. And I think, uh, you know, most people are actually consuming it, obviously. You know, the, the average person in the U.S. spends between five and six hours a day watching television, which is a, an incredibly passive act. Um, you know, you're just sitting there and obviously your television is amazing. It's entertaining. Netflix, all their shows are built around algorithms that are literally designed to keep you watching and to keep you hooked. Uh, and that's really the scary thing because I think that, you know, when you think about attention spans and growth and evolution, um, you know, when that pendulum swings too far to the consumption side as opposed to balancing between consumption and reflection or examination, things can get out of whack. You know, I think it's, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to see that like even teenagers or everyone now with social media, you spend so much time consuming, you know, going through your Facebook feed, reading news articles, you know, you're just like taking in all of this information that you really in a busy world, you know, you, you're, you're not making enough time to synthesize it or to process it or really just to slow down and, uh, you know, examine what does this mean to me? How does it fit into my life? Um, and, you know, then using that information uh, to, to make yourself better, make yourself grow. So whether it's taking maybe 30 minutes a day in the morning just for yourself to reflect or ideally, um, you know, I think it should be flip-flopped. You know, the consumption instead of watching TV at night when you come home from work, ideally you would have a day where you're maybe consuming and engaging and talking and then at the end of the day is the reflection. So that's the worst thing about it is a lot of people watching Netflix and so they just pass out when they're watching it and go to sleep and that's just not a great way to end the day. Um, you should reflect back on what you learned and maybe what you're trying to do the next day. So what, what do you think, Matt? What, what, what's, uh, what, what do you think about money reflections? Yeah, especially I would say right after a conversation is a great time to just take that time and actively reflect back on the conversation. Um, to Grant's point, you know, with spending so much time passively watching something like television. And sure, there's some documentaries out there that might be informative. But, you know, low and, like, you know, for the most part, most people are just watching you know, sitcom after sitcom, TV show after TV show. And, uh, you know, highly produced, um, beautiful content out there. But, um, you know, taking that time to reflect and turning off the screens, uh, it's difficult, especially after a conversation that might be, uh, you know, uh, about a topic that you're not that familiar with. So you obviously learn a lot of different viewpoints. You might disagree with a lot of things. Um, you know, for going back to consumption, it's very easy to tune out and make some jokes about something. But to actively reflect and to engage in your ideas and sort of, challenge yourself. Um, I just think right now, to, back to Darwin, he used to pay particular attention to disconfirming uh, evidence. And any scientist out there is familiar with the, um, you know, the way experiments are handled. You, you, you come up with a hypothesis, you test it, and uh, sometimes things don't turn out exactly how you thought it would be. So again, taking that time to reflect, these are the learnings, you know, the gleamings you're going to get out of it. And so, especially with money, things that, uh, you know, 1% differences can add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, having these meaningful money conversations, engaging on the topic, especially if you can find experts in the field or, or close friends that have, uh, you know, they're six months, a year ahead of you, those sort of moments uh, lead to massive insights that can save you um, hours of headache, um, can 
eliminate the you know turmoil, the stress um, by engaging with people who already knew the answer. Um, and so it's relying on your network, investing in your skill sets, and just you know building from there. And so meaningful money conversations develops you into a better investor, a better saver, um, someone who's more efficient with their time, optimizing their portfolio, looking at how to make more money in a meaningful way. Um, so those are the you know the the, the outshoots of reflection. And so you know. By engaging with more people, you, you can um, especially build up on, uh, you know, what are the ingrained habits around you? Um, you know, most people learn from their families, their friends, and so a lot of your financial habits are going to come from, you know, your peer network and, and, you know, what your friends are doing about money. So, um, yeah, I think the last thing is like, uh, in addition to consumption, reflection, I think the, the final bucket that you should play with is, is also creation as well, because it's often through creating things that we're able to uh, both consciously and unconsciously synthesize a lot of ideas. So whether it's at the end of the day, maybe keeping a journal and writing things down or even playing music or just actually being in the act of creation. I think a lot of people were in a culture where it's like you consume and then you kind of examine and maybe like feed, you know, play back, but you don't do a lot of just like, you know, creation. I've been super, super into the philosophy of Alan Watts, uh, who is a British philosopher in like the 1960s and 1970s. And something that he said recently, or not recently, but back in the 60s, that's really stuck with me is that, you know, life's obviously life's not a journey, it's not a destination, it's meant to be played like music. And so if you view it as kind of weaving in and out of ideas and thoughts and, and take it a little bit more playfully and realize that you have one life um, that you can even distance yourself a little bit from the simple idea that everything needs to build into everything else and you should view life as, as something to play and something to create and something to explore. Not everything needs to fit necessarily into a linear narrative. So get goofy, get crazy, uh, you know, try to get back to being a kid and exploring a little bit because that's really where you're going to grow and you're going to find the most out about. Yeah. Make room for, yourself. to, uh, you know, make room to doodle. And, uh, you know, so again, go, go back to these meaningful money conversations, seek out these people and, uh, converse and examine, uh, one quick quote from, uh, you know, Plato's apology that there was an emphasis on conversing and examining. So diving into that and take the time to balance out between consumption and reflection and, and creation and creation of being yeah. a producer so cool hope this is helpful and we'll chat with you soon thanks for listening to millennial money minutes if you liked this podcast please leave us a review on itunes and subscribe if you want us to cover a specific topic use hashtag millennial money on twitter or visit millennial money minutes.com